The scope of special counsel Robert Mueller's investigation into Russia's interference in the 2016 election has expanded to include President Trump's own conduct and possible obstruction of justice. Trump dismissed the development, saying on Twitter this morning, quote, they made up a phony collusion with the Russian story, found zero proof, so now they go for obstruction of justice on the phony story. Nice. Joining me is former federal prosecutor Frederick Tisi of Ice Miller. Fred, after everything we've heard from James Comey and from the president himself in tweets and interviews, does this obstruction of justice investigation come as a surprise? No. Under the current political climate, it doesn't come as a surprise in any way, shape, or form. So, you know, the question is whether or not it's a legitimate criminal investigation of a of a of a serious crime, and that that's a different issue. Well, how would you determine that until he actually goes through with his investigation? Well, I, I, I mean, let's assume for a minute that the conversation is what the conversation is. That's the obstruction, right? It was what was what President Trump said to Comey, or, or as, uh, as I understand now, they've expanded it to include the firing of Comey. The question is whether or not that was an attempt to corruptly influence an investigation. And, and the irony of all this, which is when people kind of put down the politics, certain people have the right in government to make decisions about whether or not investigations should go forward. Look, look what happened last fall, and, and which led to the bipartisan call for Comey's firing, because he made a determination that Loretta Lynch either implicitly or explicitly decided not to move forward with an investigation. What, that's no, that is her unfettered right as the attorney general, whether she's right or she's wrong, to make that decision. That's now, not obstruction of justice. Let's, let's go into what the what the investigation may include. And we've seen that two top intelligence officials refuse, the director of national intelligence and the director of the National Security Agency, refuse to answer Senate committee questions about press reports that the president asked them to get Comey to back off an investigation of uh, former national security advisor Michael Flynn. The special counsel plans to interview them, according to people familiar with the inquiry. Can they refuse to answer that question to him as well, or does he have any kind of subpoena power? Well, the, the, a special prosecutor would have, if there's a grand jury that's been convened, a special prosecutor would have the right to, uh, the grand jury would have the right to issue subpoenas. Now, interestingly, uh, under Rule 60 of the Federal Rules of Criminal Procedure, any type of grand jury proceedings are by law in secret, and, and they are not to be discussed in any way, shape, or form. So this, 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 if there is a grand jury proceeding in place under Rule 6E, there should be no leaks, no nothing that people are being addre- approached, addressed. You know, it's always been the, the, the position of the Department of Justice that they don't confirm or deny the, even the existence of an investigation because of, the, because of the constricts of Federal Rule of Criminal Procedure 6. And having been involved with these types of things for years as a federal prosecutor, that is a rule that is written in stone. So the answer is there may be. And the answer is yes, he would have subpoena power. But, but well, enough. <laughs> uh, it's going to go on for quite a while, so get ready. Um, I look now, at it as job security. 
Okay, Attorney General Jeff Sessions said he was obeying long-established DOJ guidelines in refusing to answer questions about conversations with the president. He did not cite executive privilege. If the president does invoke executive privilege, would it stick? In other words, would it would he be able to stand with that or would it fail in the courts? It, it would be – we wouldn't get a decision on that until we got something from from, from Starfleet Command. I mean, that's how long that that would be litigated. I mean, there is a longstanding policy. You know, the question is, was it privileged? I think it would be a mistake to assert executive privilege because the irony of all this, June, which is not lost on me, was that assuming that the Justice Department actually indicted Flynn, the president has an unfettered right – to pardon the guy, as, as, as Casper Weinberger was pardoned years ago in connection with a criminal investigation and charges. So uh, why assert executive privilege over a thing that ultimately wasn't material? Let's, you know, the obstruction of justice, we only have, you have about 30 seconds here, but though the president could have stopped the investigation, isn't it something different if you try to get someone else through some kind of coercion to try to stop the investigation? Well, th- that's a great question. Does the president, if the president has the authority to stop an investigation, and, and you see, here's the, the wrinkle that you throw in, under coercion, okay? There's no need to engage in coercion if you have the authority to do something. So th- does the president have, if the president has the right to stop an investigation, does, does he have the ability to delegate that right to someone else to stop the investigation. That's, that's a different question. I mean, it's, it's, this stuff is murky. You know, Jim, when I was a federal prosecutor, I argued with my office to bring obstruction charges against a sitting FAA official and ultimately charged him with perjury in front of the grand jury. These cases are so difficult. That's former federal prosecutor Frederick Tesey of Ice Miller.